0: Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots podcast, All Around the Leagues,
1: brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome, and now for this week's edition of All Around the Leagues.
2: hello and welcome to the Bromley and South London Football League part of the Southk podcast um, weekly roundup uh, for this week it's Daniel Hollis the secretary of the league um, reporting on the results a little bit of update on some of the tables and the fixtures for next week so um, straight in with the results from this weekend and in the John Cooper Premier division we had um, all teams all teams playing um, we had a double header as well our first double header in the top five um, division this season and that was between Bermondsey Town and 10MB and they got three points each, Bermondsey Town won the first game 2-1 and 10MB won the reverse 1-0 so um, the, the the points shared there, two good sides um, I think probably leaves them off the pace of the top two now with Bauma dropped out it really looks like it's between uh, FC Greenwich and Old Roan now uh, FC Greenwich ended up 3-1 winners against AMG Ballers. Mickey Brown getting another goal. Um, and Old Roan narrow 2-1 winners against Eltham Town. Eltham Town been such a competitive team for a few years now, but they look like they're out of the title race this year. Just started the season too slowly. So FC Greenwich and Old Roan carry on. Really, the title is going to go down to the games between those two. Uh, they've still got to play each other. And it, yeah, it's going to be between them, really, I think, who wins that title. Uh, Battle of the two teams at the bottom of the table with Leighton and Homesdale dropped out. Um, at the moment, Westwick and Albion propping up the rest. Lost 4 0 at home to Ear from Belvedere Reserves. Good result for Ear from Belvedere Reserves um, in, in a battle there. I know uh, the two managers there, Charlie uh, Wynn and Harry Lock, both played for Ear from Belvedere. So a bit of a, a, a personal battle between them two and where Westwick and Albion came on top, out on top earlier in the season, but Ear from um, Belvedere Reserves came out on top this time round Okay, down to Jim Hampson, Division 1. And we had a, um, a, a couple of double headers in this division this week. Um, so first of all, to ground hoppers and red velvet reserves. Ground hoppers, one, red velvet reserves, two. And then Red Velvet Reserves, nil, Groundhoppers, one. So again, a double header with the points shared. Groundhoppers and Red Velvet Reserves, both with coming away with three points. And then Lewisham Athletic and West Bromley Albion. Lewisham Athletic, nil, West Bromley Albion, one. And then West Bromley Albion, one, Lewisham Athletic, two. So another game double header where the points were shared, three points each. West Bromley Albion and Lewisham Athletic. Both got an outside chance of pushing for the promotion places, but um, looking less likely as some of the other teams Um hold on to their results and at the top Eden Park flying five two winners against Rustlers. um Andrea Carrera with a double for them um yeah, they look like they're, they're odds on to win that division. And then Agenda, late win for them last week. A late win again this week. Farnborough, Old Boys, thirds, one, Agenda, two. Goals in the 80th and 85th minute by substitute David Ogbedibor. Um Brilliant for Agenda. They seem to be able to uh, leave it late and, and and grab those results. So congratulations to them. And then Elton Town Reserves back to winning ways. Three-one away at Welling Park Reserves. Good result for Elton Town Reserves. Michael Terrell got two goals for them. Uh, and then a big story for us in the London Junior Cup, South Dulwich of our Division 1, Jim Hampson Division 1, 1-0 winners against Metro Gas Reserves of the Kent County Football League. So great result for South Dulwich into the next round of the London Junior Cup. And as you'll see from the fixtures, we've got a couple of, another te- couple of teams playing in the London Junior Cup as well. So, um, yeah, really pleased for South Dulwich. They came up um, from the second division last year. They've done really, really well. They look like they might get promotion into the Premier this year. And for the league, it's just a great result to beat a team... Um, in the league above us so congratulations to South Dulwich okay down to division two and our leaders another draw for them Peckham Town a one Farnborough fourth one um good result for both sides really I guess um I, I really thought that one could go either way and and it's a draw keeps Farnborough top of the table but Peckham Town a keeps them in the hunt as well um then we have TNS, who look like the form team since come, come, coming back. They won 6-0 against STC last week and 8-0 this week against Beckenham. Uh, hat-tricks for Harry Gill and Ruben McPherson. Two for Elliot Anderson. Um, great result for them. Then Elton Eagles against London Legends had a double header. And they were able to take all the points. So... Uh, six points for Elton Eagles, 2-0 and 3-1 they won. Probably closer games than some may have considered to be because in London Legends, at bottom of the table no points at the moment. Craig Newell grabbed two goals in that 2-0 win. Uh, crucial win for Elton Eagles to keep themselves up there. News in that division is that um, STC have withdrawn for the rest of the season. So unfortunately for TNS, they'll lose the points for that win. Um, STC have struggled with injuries uh, since the restart and um, have decided to withdraw and carry on rejoining uh, next season. Season. So sad news in that division um, OK, Division 3 And I mean the top sides Mildeen had a, um, a, a an opportunity to, to close the gap at the top They're playing FC Peaker in second And they duly won 2-0 um, So good result for Mildeen uh, Elton Eagles reserves remain top although they lost to Teviot Rangers Teviot Rangers 2 Elton Eagles reserves nil. good result for Teviot Rangers and n- another side who have been at the top all season Chelsea lost at home 4-0 to Catford Catford their bogey team beaten them twice now um, so congratulations to Catford and then in the other games we had Revell with a drew two all with South East Athletic A and Dulwich Village reserves three, Slade Green Knights two. Uh, G another two goals for Slade Green Knights, but in vain. Um, sadly for them. So, I mean, that division looks like Mildean with their 100% record are going to fly to the top, but that second spot really is up for grabs with Chelsea losing, Elton Eagles reserves losing, uh, Catford winning again. Um, FC peak loss and they've done well Teviot Rangers back to winning ways I mean really it's such a tight division I wouldn't like to um, predict what way that one will go Um, in terms of the divisions John Cooper Premier Division as I said before FC Greenwich and Old Roan leading the way 22 points and 21 points Um, Old Roan one point behind with the game in hand and I say it really is going to come down to the games played between them Eden Park have got an 8 point lead now in Jim Hampson Division 1 looks to me like they're going to get that title although the two teams below them south dulwich and agenda both got two games in hand um so they could close that gap considerably. particularly south dulwich they win their two games in hand they'll only be two points behind so uh it's definitely not over uh yet and then lower down that we've got red velvet in fourth rustlers um you know they're they're 15 13 points they're not a million miles away um ground top solution athletic i mean there's lots of teams in there who west bromley albion could all if go on a little run and with some double headers to play they really could pick up points um down to division two and Farnborough fourths, four points uh, ahead of um, second place. They're on 17 points. Um, second place, we have um, Eltham Eagles with 13 points, Peckham Town A with 13 points as well. Uh, it's such a tight division that one. Um, again, with STC having dropped out. Um, sorry, Old Bexley Town second in that division. Sorry, um, Eltham Eagles down in fourth. So, yeah, such a tight division. Really, I think far before look still like they might win it, but that second place, I mean, promotion you've got Mata Galper in there. It really there's so many teams that could Peckham Town A really could go um, to any of them. That second place, um, it wouldn't surprise me um, if we had a, 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 a late run um, for those p- p- places. So TNS of fourth, Elton goes down in sixth, that's unbelievable. So the uh, Colour on these um, new tables produced by the FA full-time website are really difficult to to see. So, I mean, yeah, teams of 13, 13, 12, 11 and 9 points after 5 games. We've got 4 points between uh, 5 teams there looking at 2nd place and with a few games in hand. So, it really could go anyway. Uh, down to Division 3. Elton Eagles Reserve still lead the way on 19 points. Um Second on 15 points. We've got Mildeen now looking pretty ominous. 15 points from five games. Uh, And then FC Peak also on 15 points. um, But they've played five games more. And then Chelsfield, who are in fourth now, but on 14 points. Catford on 13 points, but they've only played seven. Uh, And Teviot Rangers um, also on 13 points. So, I mean, again, down to sixth. You could be looking from second to sixth. You've got two points. Um, Really tight division. Who knows? I mean, Elton Eagles reserves and Dean at the moment look like the two teams, but who knows? Okay. On to fixtures for next week. And in our John Cooper Premier Division, we've got um, only two games. Um, so we've got three games, and that's because um, Eltham Town and Old Roan are both in London Junior Cup action. So good luck to them. Eltham Town away at St. Francis. And Old Roan have got a trip over to Wimbledon Casuals in the London Junior Cup. Hopefully they can follow South Dulwich's lead and get some results. Then in our John Cooper Premier Division, Bermondsey Town at home to Westwickham Albion. FC Greenwich at home to Eiffel Belvedere Reserves. And 10MB at home to AMG Ballers. Um, good opportunity for FC Greenwich to... Pull away from Old Roan, put the pressure on them to get the wins with their games in hand. Into Division 1 and all 12 teams playing in Division 1, no doubleheaders this week. Agenda versus Lewisham Athletic, Eltham Town Reserves versus Eden Park. Old Town Reserves good win last week against Welling Park Reserves maybe they can hold up Eden Park's title challenge Agenda looking to continue their good form against Lewisham Athletic Groundhoppers at home to Farnborough Thirds Lewisham Project hoping for their first points at home to Red Velvet Reserves Uh, Rustlers at home to Welling Park Reserves and West Bromley Albion at home to South Dulwich South Dulwich back in league action looking to close that gap as are some of the other teams like Agenda Okay, down to Division 2 and in Division 2, we have Farnborough Fourths against Beckenham, Matagalpa against Eltham Eagles and TNS versus London Legends. Uh, just the six teams playing in that division this week. Uh, down to Division 3. And in Division 3, um, we do have um, some double games. So first, all, we've got Eltham Eagles reserves who are top of the table at the moment at home to Red Velvet A. Um, should be a good game, that one. Um, then we've also got um, Catford at home to Dulwich Village Reserves Catford on good form Here's the doubleheader, big one Chelsfield against Mildeen um, If Chelsfield really want to keep in that hunt for motion place, They're going to look to try and get some points off Mildeen But Mildeen look pretty relentless at the moment um, If they win those two games, get six points It really pushes them up the table again They're playing so many doubleheaders, Mildeen They're going to fly up that table, I think Already up to a second and, and they're going to be putting pressure on Elton Eagles Reserves at the top Okay, then we have Southeast Athletic versus Teviot Rangers. Teviot Rangers look to get their outside promotion push on, and Slade Green Knights against FC Peak. FC Peak, third place, um, level on points for Mildean, played five more. If they're going to get promotion again, they need to keep on winning. They really do. Um, So pressure on there. So I would say games of the week for me Chelsea, Mildean, that doubleheader looks massive in Division uh, 3. Uh, Chelsfield, new team to the league this year. Got good pedigrees and good players who have played at a good standard. Mildeen obviously played at a good standard as well. Very established Sunday team with players who have played at a good level on Saturday. Um, look at the class act in that division. But can Chelsea get something there? That looks like a massive, massive doubleheader. Um, other games of the week, I would say Farnborough. Um, again, that, that division Two Farnborough, Elton Eagles, TNS. Those three... I mean, Matagalpa, Elton Eagles, such a tight game because Matagalpa have done so well as well. Matagalpa, Elton Eagles, massive. You'd expect Farnborough to beat Beckenham, TNS to beat London Legends. So Matagalpa, Elton Eagles, to me, stands out as a big, big game there. Um, Jim Hampson, Division 1. I'd say Agenda, can they carry on with those results they've had? Um, Russells can they pick up a win against in part reserves? They've had a couple of um, defeats since the restart, and they look like they're in that promotion hunt. Um, just big games everywhere, really. And I say in that Premier Division, oh, um, can um, FC Greenwich put that pressure on Old Rome by winning against here from Belvedere Reserves? Okay, that's all from me. Thanks for listening. Um, speak to you again next week.
3: Hello and welcome to the Barnet League portion of the CELT podcast. In our Premier Division, Takers 5, Pot Rolls 3, Traps and Spore UK 4, Hornsey and Highgate 0, AC United 4, AC Finchley 3, and in my game of the week, Highgate Albion 6, Gal All-Stars 0. I predicted a 3-1 win there for Highgate Albion, so it was a very impressive win for them. Moving on to Division 1, AFC Oakwood 11, Peckham Spore Peckham 2, Enfield United, 7. Chiffchown Berbers, 2. Northumberland Park Rangers, 2. Highgate Albion Reserves, 4. And in my game of the week, Qadaris Town, 1. The Rongans, 2. Um, I actually predicted a 2-1 win for the Rongans. A very good result there against Qadaris Town. Into Division 2. Grange Park, 1. Shentry Athletics 6. Edmonton Lions, 2. Intermill Hill, 1. And in my game of the week, the big game of the week in Division 2, AFC Rose 2, GTFA 1 in Game 1, and AFC Rose 2, GTFA 2 in Game 2. I predicted 2-1 wins for us in both games, so I did get the first result right. Um, Very big character from us in the second game to come back from 2-0 down in the last 10 minutes. We pretty much controlled the first game and uh, had it in the bag. They scored a penalty late on, but... Four points from six ain't bad, and uh, we continue our unbeaten run. Moving on into Division Three, AFC Muswell Hill, six, London Orient, nil. Uh, Return to four, Ardick Corby to uh, AFC Muswell Hill. He was playing for Borelli early in the season. He returned with a hat trick in the six nil win. honest Rangers, two, Stratford Arms, four. Enfield Albion one, North London Colts two. I did hear them singing Taylor Swift after the game. Um, Hendonians one, Enfield Athletic two. And in my game of the week, Highgate Albion thirds one, Trent Park three. I uh, went for a four-one win for Trent Park. Um, they continue their great form. They've been unbeaten this season and they're top of Division Three. Very good side. Moving on to Division 4, NLR 2, Joga Benito 3, Cognac Athletic 1, Sopranos FC together 5. And in my game of the week, Roving Reporters 2, Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys 2. I did go for a 2 all draw there as well. Into Division 5, double header: the Bandits 11, North London Panthers 0 in Game 1. and The Bandits 6, North London Panthers 0 in Game 2. Camden FC six, North Athletico Seniors 1. And in my game of the week, Gospel Oak 2, Clarkenwell 2. I went for a 2-0 draw there as well. Moving on to Division 6, double header. AFC Edmonton 1, Wetstone Under Wanderers Under 23s 0 in game one. And AFC Edmonton 1 Wetstone under Wanderers Under 23s 2 in game two. GTFA seconds 4, Oak Hill 2 in game one. And GTFA seconds three. Oak Hill nil in game two. AFC Muswell Hill seconds two. Grange Park reserves one. North London Wanderers three. Uslot. Uh, North London. Sorry. North London Wanderers one. Uslot three. That was our game of the week. I actually also predicted a 3-1 win for Uslot there. Into the intermediate cup action that was earlier in the week. Whetstone Wanderers old boys five. Brotherhood causing nil, and in the Junior Trophy, North Atletico Seniors 2, Armenian Youth Association 6 So moving on into next week's fixtures In the Premier Division we have Park Royals facing Hornsey and Highgate, a double header between Continental and Traps and Spore UK and in my game of the week, double header as well Bottom of the table, Stars FC coming off a win facing Rising Ballers. I've gone for 3-1 win for rising ballers in game one and a 3-0 win for rising ballers in game two. In Division 1, our only game, our game of the week, Kadaris Town versus Pekinsport Pekin. I've gone for a 5-1 win for Kadaris Town there. Into Division 2, we have North Athletic, North London Athletic versus Anatolians. And in my game of the week, a double header. Into Mill Hill facing GTFA I've gone for a 2-1 win for GTFA in game 1 and a 2-0 win for GTFA in game 2 Into Division 3 AFC Muswell Hill versus Stratford Arms is our only game that's our game of the week. I've gone for a one-all drawing game one, and I've gone for a two-one win for Strefford Arms in game two. Into Division Four, we have a double header between Barnett, South and NLR. We have a double header between Brotherhood Cosy and Sopranos FC together. And in my game of the week, another double header: Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys versus Gal Phoenix. I've gone for a pair of two-one wins for Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys. Moving on into Division 5, we have Real Menza vs. Armenian Youth Association. Gospel Oak FC vs. North London Panthers. And in my game of the week, another doubleheader, Camden FC vs. The Underdogs. I've gone for a 1-all drawing Game 1 and a 3-1 Underdogs winning Game 2. Moving on to Division 6, we have GTFA Seconds vs. ASC Muswell Hill Seconds. And in my game of the week, another doubleheader. Big game at the top of the table, London Wednesday facing AFC Oakwood Reserves. I've gone for a 2-1 London Wednesday win in game one and I've gone for Oak- Oakwood Reserves reversing it with a 1-0 win in game two. In the Barnet Sunday Football League Premier Cup, Enfield United versus Shentry Athletic. In the Barnet Sunday Football League Senior Challenge Cup, Uslot versus Clarkenwell, and London Wednesday versus Highgate Albion. In the London Junior Cup, Pro Panthers versus Merton Athletic and AFC Rose facing RCG Elite. In the London Sunday Challenge Cup, Gow All-Stars face a very difficult tie as they face M Boys FC, who knocked off Rising Ballers. And in the London Sunday Challenge Trophy, we have Belmont Athletic facing Locomotive Thunder. We'll see you next week where we'll review the next fixtures and look at the results.
4: Welcome back to the Essex Sunday Football Combination and a review of the fixtures and results for the 11th and 18th of April are to follow. Senior Division. J.K. Silvertown 2, Global 5. A devastating 10-minute spell turned this game right on its head as Global roared straight back into the game and contention for the title. Despite going ahead 2-1 through Bradley Drisdale and Rhys Morgan, The latter, courtesy of a stunning solo effort, the game was certainly in favour of the well-backed home side, for they were returning to their spiritual home at Lyle Park for the first time since lockdowns began. That dark period saw an own goal, a red card, resulting penalty and an outrageous own goal settled the game as a contest and leave Silvertown counting the cost. But not all is lost though. Their place in the table was secured due to other results and a chance to go again. Global put themselves back in the picture and will not relinquish their title without a fight. Goals today were brace by Danny Cox, with one apiece for Ryan Gardner, Melvin and Nketiah and the own goal. We United won, Belfry won. A last gasp effort by Jamie Riddington secured a point for Belfry in the first part of this anticipated doubleheader. Jonas Bospes had earlier put We're United ahead and they looked to be heading for a much-needed win until the late intervention. Belfry won, we United two. So for the second part of this double banker, all three points were secured and a great day for Weir United. It was four points from the two games and they'll be looking forward with renewed confidence and a chance to make waves in the push for the podium spots. Grable the all-important goals in this second encounter for Weir were Sean Ekela and Nathaniel Amope. Newbury Forest 4, Barkingside 2. Now that's what the doctor ordered. After heralding their return to action last week and playing well despite a draw, today's game was very different. A stellar performance did not surprise many independent observers as this has been threatened for quite a while. Goals today came from a Lloyd Ross double, that's three and two games now. Dan Ross and another from sub Chris West. The only way is up from here. The whole of the division is now bunching up and your guess is as good as mine who will cape and move forward and take the honours at this stage. The fixtures for the 18th of April are as follows. Global will play Barkinside. Resurgent Global will face off against the old enemy in what's sure to be a classic encounter, with Barkingside looking to recover from a surprising loss yesterday. Newbury Forest will play We United. Newbury Forest were looking to continue where they left off, three points garnered from their opening two return games, and the belief is there finally. We United are cock with their weekend return, and working hard to learn and push forward, which they did very effectively yesterday. And finally, Walthamstow Red Star will play Belfry. Red Star lead the way at the top of the table and be boosted by results which went their way. Now they have a chance to forge ahead with a visit of Belfry, who will have a point to prove after stuttering on the opening two weekends this far. Essex Sunday Football Combination, Division 1. Debden Sports 2, Flamenco 1. And Hilford 1, South Catholics 0 and Iram Zotzi double secured a famous victory over Flamengo, which has lifted them up to third in the table. Now in both teams, this game was keenly fought and as the scoreline suggests, wasn't one-sided but makes the rest of the division sit up as sports have hit the ground running. Hilfords, Rob Sheehan will be the main man grabbing the headlines for scoring the only goal of the game against the dogged and determined South Hilford Catholics today but all attention must go straight to the goalkeeper, Mark Newman, and the defence who have now not conceded for seven straight games. A remarkable stat at any level. Knowing the qualities of the other teams they have faced, you will know how special this is. Well done to the rest of the team too, as I know they have a special bond and will all share in that stat. The fixtures for the next week are Flamenco vs for Catholics doubleheader, Both sides will be eager to overturn their reverses of the weekend and prove that they are better than what their latest results are showing. Six points are on offer in this double banker. Hilford versus Debden Sports. A repeat of a cup final match-up back in October when Hilford put Debden to the sword to lift a trophy. Allen and Martin will have their respective teams prepared and to up the ante as both know what the other is capable of. One slip will be punished and there will be no way back. There is no doubt that this will be the place to be for Division 1 on Sunday. Locksford Lions will face Newbury Forest Reserves. Locksford have a chance to cement second place, but Forest Reserves are pulling up trees and marching relentlessly towards all oncomers. This is going to be one tasty encounter. Essex Sunday Football Combination, Division 2. Barking Colts 0, Hainault 1. Cardinals 0, Belfry Reserves 6. Horsonwell 0, Something From Nothing 2. Shearfuls 0, Essex Miners 3. What a exciting encounter at Barking Park for these two teams who went out there and thoroughly enjoyed the occasion. Barking Colts and Hainault Prove that football exists at every level and should be enjoyed by all. The visiting boss demo will be especially pleased, as will Luke Sutcliffe, who nots the only goal of the game. Teams remain in 6th and 7th in the division. Cardinals nil, Belfry 6. What a turn-up for the books, as this devastating win was achieved against the backdrop of much disappointment for Belfry from last week. An Alex Robinson hat-trick was a highlight, but Billy Harding with two and another from Rhys Dye pushed the visitors back into contention for a promotion berth. Horsonwell nil, something from nothing too. Temi Alaka and David Pranger scored the goals that ensured SFM would secure all three points in this major battle at the top of the division. Horsonwell are a force, but the tornado has just struck and put the visitors in prime promotion position. Sheerforce against Essex Miners. Sheerforce remains rooted to the foot division in this fragmented season, but they were facing the might of the leaders, EMH. In the end, the visitors will have been pleased to overcome what they could have seen as a tricky game, but were thankful for goals from Callum Willis, Alex Bailey and Kane Dash. The fixtures for next week sees a couple of double-headers, and they are as follows. Belfry reserves will have a double encounter against Hainault Athletic, two winners from last weekend and their tails will be up. John Blasdale and Damo Clark locking horns with six points on offer from this fixture which should see no end spared. Essex Miners against something from nothing, wow, the top two square off in this game of the day. Both teams are absolutely on top of their form and I await the result with anticipation. Lee and Nathan are keenly involved with their teams and building substantial legacies. Look out for this one. Awesome Well in a double against Barking Colts. On paper, this one seems to be one-way traffic, but the Colts are unpredictable. Another doubleheader, so who knows what will come of this marathon next week. They won't lie down, So, horse will have to do more than canter to take the spoils. Sheer force against Cardinals. Both teams will be hurting after being scoreless and pointless last week. Both are very capable of pulling it out of the bag when needed. So those who turn up with the best attitude will also be rolling away with the points. That concludes the combination roll-up. But we wish every team and all the players taking part, getting back to what seems to be a little bit of normality. Every good wish for your upcoming games. Thank you.
0: Grassroots Football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello,
5: I'm Ian and welcome to the Maidstone and Midkent section of the Celt podcast. It's great to be back in the hot seat and of course I've got lots to bring you, so strap yourself in, we're back and as always I have the news, views and information from around the league along with the results and fixtures as part of the weekly show. Seems strange to be saying it but in April it's only week 8 in a part suspended season which saw every team in the league resume their games and some with a bang. 16 matches, 81 goals in total, over half of those matches feature 5 or more goals, so some great games and I'll bring you a full roundup of the scorers and match reports as part of the results show. But first, let's catch up with the league news. The league launched its new website in February, it's notched up over 3,000 views and it's well worth a look as the league looks to use this site as its new hub moving forward. As well as covering league news, chart standard information and contact info, there's a league notice board for fixtures, players and officials, as well as a full self-podcast section. You can access all the relevant podcasts for the season, we've got the big interviews as well as all the round the league shows for the entire season, so there's no excuse now not to catch up with an episode. It also has the league rules and honours right back to 1962, as well as individual pages for each club to post their information. If you haven't checked it out yet, jump on and head to www.mmksfl.co.uk, it's well worth a look. I've seen some great feedback online already, but I'd love to know what listeners of the show think, so if you feel anything's missing, don't be shy in getting in touch. In early April, the Kent FA posted the huge news that the Maidstone and Mid-Kent League won the League of the Year Award for 2020. It's a massive achievement for the committee, clubs and players who have all come together to support some radical changes over the last two years. The All Around the League show for Maidstone and Mid-Kent got a mention in the citation, which I'm really chuffed about. I want to say a big thanks to everyone who joins me on the show, all those who send in their match reports, and each and every listener. It's been great fun to produce so far, and we've had so much support, so long may it continue. The great news didn't stop there, as Kent Sands picked up Team of the Year from the Kent FA on the same day, so it soon became a double celebration. A massive congratulations to the Sands team. They've had a huge impact on the grassroots community since joining the Maidstone and Mid-Kent League. And for me, it couldn't have gone to a better team. So well done to everyone at Sands. I had the pleasure of catching up with League Chairman David Bolton, League Secretary Steve Taylor, and Sands skipper Jordan Glenn in an exclusive interview on the day to talk about their awards, the 2021 season, and who they predict will be taking home silverware from each division come June. It's definitely a great podcast. You won't want to miss it. So if you haven't caught it yet, head over to the Maidstone and Mid-Kent website and you'll find the exclusive interview waiting for you there. During lockdown, we also saw some of the clubs still getting involved in community work where possible. Marden Miners and Larkfield and Newhive both ran cards to raise money for good causes. And Whitehorse became an equality charter club, something I'd urge all clubs to have a look at over the close season. If you'd like more info on that, please contact me on the show. Last week, I also had the pleasure of being asked to host a guest coaching session with Kent Sands on Thursday, working with around 18 players and their head coach, Mike Pollard at Copdown. They really impressed me with their willingness to learn and take on new ideas about the game. For those of you currently holding coaching qualifications or looking to get into coaching, I highly recommend spending some time with other clubs where possible from around the league, working with different players and challenging yourself and others. Massive thanks to Kent Sands for inviting me. It was a real privilege and I think it's a great initiative and I was made to feel incredibly welcome. In other news, don't forget the Kent FA nominations are open for the 2021 Grassroots Football Awards. There are 10 categories open and they're a great way to recognise a hero within a team, a club or a league. It's important to salute those who have an impact on your grassroots football. Remember, everyone's a volunteer. So get your nominations in and make those who make a difference feel great about what they do finally don't forget there are still restrictions in place for grassroots football by the national and county fa they're constantly changing so i'm not going to quote any but updates are sent to clubs regularly via email and the latest info is available on the kent fa website there are essential rules that help keep the game running so please make sure club officials players and spectators are aware of them and don't be part of a minority that ruins it for the majority That's it for League News. Remember, for any other news, questions or queries, you know the drill. Email us, info at whitehorsefootballclub.co.uk, Twitter at white__horse__fc or Instagram at white.horse.fc. You can also contact the show now via the Maidstone and Mid-Kent website. Just head over to the self-podcast section where you can post your news or match reports and they come straight to me in the studio. It really couldn't be easier. So, without further ado, let's get down to business and have a look at the results from the weekend in the Express Auto Centre Premiership, Park Royal travelled to the Fish and showed little mercy on a side struggling at the foot of the table, a hat-trick from Elliot Gardner, brace from Jack Horton as well as goals from Lewis Andrews, Mackenzie Gardner and Jason Tharp saw Park Royal run out 9-0 winners against a Fish side that has seen a lot of players sadly leave the team recently. East Morning were also keen to show their intentions for the season as they travelled to Goldstars in Sittingbourne. James bessie Sadina with a hat-trick, Andrew McGinty, Kane Smith with braces as well as a goal for Samuel Hassler saw so Mauling win 8-0 convincingly. A sizzling game at Cobb Downs saw K-Sports host Barming Colts. Brett Ince opened the scoring for Barming early on but K-Sports responded and took control of the game. Goals from Oli Bartram, Andrew Constable and substitute Aaron Shade put them 3-1 up. Brett Ince grabbed his second in stoppage time for Colts to set up a nervy finish, but K-Sports held on to win 3-2 and take all three points. Marlon saw off Aylesford 3-1 at home, Kane Butler with a brace and an own goal for Marden. Bradley Beckett with the goal for Aylesford. In Division 1, East Malling hosted Victor Rangers, Mauling having the majority of chances first half but failed to convert them as the sides went in 0-0 at the break. Matt Rustrick had a great opportunity to put Rangers 1-0 up but his shot went into the side netting and let Morley off the hook. Mauling eventually took the lead, Dan Curley heading in from a corner on 50 minutes and soon after Liam Budgeon cut inside and drove his effort into the bottom corner to secure all three points. East Mauling reserves 2 in Victor Rangers 0. Langley welcomed Sutton Valence who have been in good form this season so far. Langley started the brightest and looked good in the opening 20 minutes. Their hard work eventually paid off when Valence Keeper spilled the ball, Zaf Adkin on hand to finish clinically and give Langley the lead. Valence up their game and soon found themselves back on level terms. Jack Walker with the equalizer to make it 1-1 at the break. Langley took the game by the scruff. Charlie Lux's free kick found Gary Gooddale who struck a sweet left foot volley into the roof of the net. But Valence rallied again and soon after pulled a goal back when Jack Walker headed home his second of the game to make it two all. Both sides battled to try and take maximum points but Tommy Stamp made his mark on the game by beating two defenders before unselfishly laying off to Zath Adkin again who made no mistake late on and secured all three points. Final score Langley three, Sutton Valence two. Larkfield saw off Leybourne with a convincing 7-1 victory, a Jack May hat-trick, Dan Skinner brace and goals from Sean Elkington and substitute Thomas Ashby for Larkfield, Daniel Erre with the goal for Leybourne. Whitehorse travelled to the county ground to face Rubicon Limerick, both sides undefeated in the league. The first 20 minutes was quite scrappy and teams looked to find a way into the game. Rubicon had a penalty shout waved away, much to their frustration, before Craig Lawrence fired Whitehorse into a first half lead, his free kick from the edge of the area curling past the rooted keeper. The Bredman then started to settle and take control of the game as they took a 1-0 lead into the break. And It wasn't long into the second half before the Bredmen extended their lead, Joe Borman's header from an in corner was smashed home from close range by defender Nathan Anderson. Rubicon did respond, a wonderful first time lob from Luke Saunders found its way into the back of the net as they started to grab a foothold in the game. The Bredman soon restored their 2 goal lead as Dominic Meir got the ball round the onrushing keeper and slotted into an empty net. Rubicon still weren't done though, they managed to pull a goal back when Josh Wilson's looping header went in off the back post from an in swinging free kick. But Whitehorse had the final say. Dominic Mears still had plenty in the tank, and his pace ensured he was on the end of another through ball for the Bregman as he tapped in from close range to secure all three points. Final score from the counterground Rubicon 2, or Whitehorse 4. In Division 2, AFC Phoenix beat Vinters 2 1 at home. Casey Bridge and Jamie Frewing with the goals for Phoenix. Harry Harding with the goal for Vinters. Ellsford Reserves put Whitehorse Jaguars to the sword. Tommy Whitnell hat trick, Carl Warburton brace, and goals from Samuel Buttersworth, Jay Carr, and substitute Adam Swazens secured an 8 0 win. Barwing Blues edged out Park Roll reserves in a 1 0 win. Jake Bates with the only goal in that game, late into stoppage time, to secure all three points. And Minter saw off Tempest with a 2 1 win. Goals from Dom Archer and Greg Hart for Minter. Scott Smith with a goal for Tempests. In Division 3, Kent Sands lost 5-3 to Kopseith and Farley. Merish Brew with four goals in that game, as well as a Dominic Bourne goal. Callum Hatcher, Stephen Whittier and Adam Welsh with the goals for Sands. Leybourne Angels beat Invicta Sunday 3-0 in a clash of the unbeaten sides in Division 3. No team sheet for Leybourne so I'm unable to give you their goal scorers. Invicta suffered their first league defeat of the season. Leybourne Chase ran out 3-2 winners over Cross Keys. Daniel Mays, Tom Milton and Sean Scott with the goals for Leybourne. Jake Bott, Bradley Ring on target for Crosskeys. And finally, Walnut Wanderers lost 3-0 at home to Snodland. Luke Cuthbert, William French and Ben Twist with the goals for Snodland. Well, that's all the league results for this week. So let's have a look at what the fixtures bring us this Sunday. In the Premiership, Ellsford welcome East Morning, Fisherman's Arms take on Barman Colts. Case Sports Express host Invicta Goldstars and Marden Miners take on Park Royal. In Division 1, East Mourning Reserves host Leybourne Invicta Rangers take on Rubicon and Limerick, Larkfield welcome Sutton Valence, and Whitehorse host Langley. In Division 2, Maidstone Tempests take on Balmy Blues, Minter welcome AFC Phoenix, Park Royal Reserves host Aylesford Reserves, and Vinters face Whitehorse Jaguars. In Division 3, in Victor Sunday take on Cox and Farley. Kent Sands work on Crosskeys. Labon Chase host Snodland Town. And Walnut Wanderers take on Labon Angels. It's another full week of fixtures featuring all the teams from all divisions. Don't forget, we'd love to have your match report on next week's show, so feel free to drop us a line and get your game featured. That's unfortunately all we've got time for this week. Thanks to East Morning Reserves, Langley and Whitehorse for all getting in touch with the show. It's great to be back and I hope you've enjoyed it. I'll be back next week with all the news, views and results. Until then, remember, it's always more than just football.
6: Welcome to our All Around the Leagues podcast, giving you news and updates from the North Kent Sunday Football League. We start today by giving you some information regarding our matches on Sunday the 11th of April. With a depleted senior division, only one game took place with Rao and Son, drew one all, with Lewis Wood on target. In Division 1, Swanscombe Tigers continued their good run of form with a 4-0 win over Slade Green Railway, with goals from Scott Goodridge, Reese Cuff, Tom Searles and Unau. Marley Royals won 3-1 at New Ash Green, with a brace from Aaron Smith and a third from Lee Watkins. Goals from James Wicks, Luke Hudson and Matt Haynes gave Dartford Eagles a 3-2 win at Valley Rovers, whose reply came from Carl Vickery and Alex Sheed, while Newtown Cobras had a good solid 8-0 win over Hive Titans. In Division 2, two goals from Ricky Fanilli and a long-range free kick from James Preville gave Swanskin Tigers Reserves a close 3-2 win against Springhead Park, whose reply came from James Crever and James Curd. Goals from Sam and Simon Cuthbert gave AFC Rocheville a 2 0 win over Graysend Spartans. Sean Hyam won 2 1 at Cobham with goals from T.Y. Omar Minnie, and Minnie Lamar, with Kane Jones responding for Cobham. T. White scored a hat trick as Blackline Hartley overcame Rising Eagles by 3 goals to 1 with a goal from Lim, Liam Savile for the Rising Eagles. In Division 3, Pelham Arms overran Verbena by 9 goals to 1. Halls Athletic got the better of Phoenix Sports by two goals to one and a double from Bobby Bundell for Guru Nanak as they won 2-0 against Welling Park Wanderers. In Division 4, goals from Adam Taylor and Simeon McHale gave Ridgeway Darts a 2-0 win over Guru Nanak Reserves. James Moody and Tom Jenkins were on target for Hollisters but Rose Athletic responded by three, winning by three goals to two. Great Zen cricketers defeated Zens by two goals to nil, whilst Dartford Athletic and Nuevo Club shared the spoils in a 2-all score draw, with Tom Osman and Sam Mitchell scoring for Nuevo. That's all for this week, we'll be back with more news and updates from the North Kent Sunday League next week.
7: Hi guys, Rav from Grand Sports Club, representing the R&D, uh, going over the results from last week. Starting with Prem. Ancorians losing 2-1 to Medway City Chatham Town Saturday's 3-1 winners over Medway Stars Gilliam Green winning 5-3 against AFC Rangers and Riverside losing 2-0 to Stag Moving down to Division 2 Waltonbury Wanderers losing 4-0 uh, to Parkwood Community Association Reserves In Centenary Cup Group A Parkwood Community Association winning 5-3 against Medway Borough Centenary Cup Group B Bolster Wanderers, losing 3-1 to Sittingbourne Town. Cannon 24, losing 3-2 to Park Regis Athletic. Uh, Ballstall FC, winning 3-1 against Eccles. Uh, Medway Knights, winning 6-1 against Eccles Reserves. And the Centenary Cup, Group C. Bly Sports, losing 3-2 to Village Upchurch. British Juniors, losing 3-2 to Little Shastard. Greenway Aces Reserves, winning 5-1 against Borham. Moving into the quarter centenary cup, Group B. AFC Minster, winning 3-1 against Stockbury Athletic. Ash Green, losing 6-1 to Cliff United. FC Wardham winning 3-1 against Range Rovers Colts. Medway Rovers 18, winning 6-1 against Hunton. Pavilion Athletic, winning 2-1 against Greenway Aces. And the Prince losing 4-1 to AEI Sports. Quarter Century Cup, Group C. AFC United Medway winning 3-2 against Gillingham Bilbao. And Corian's Academicals winning 3-1 against Medway Tigers. Ourselves, Grand Sports Club, getting a good 3-1 win over Raynham Kenworth United. Macklin Arms, 16, winning 3-2 against Prince's Park. Medway Athletics, 17, going down 5-4 to Bleakwood Rangers. Milestone getting a massive 13-0 win against Park Regis Reds. Rochester FC losing 9-1 to the Apple Yard. And Teckers FC winning 3-2 against Medway Athletic. Fixtures for this weekend. Starting with the Prem, Medway Stars take on Parkwood Community Association. Into Division 1. Medway Rovers 18 take on Cliff United. Park Regis Athletic take on Ash Green. Sittingbourne Town take on Hunton. In Division 2, bolster Wanderers take on FC Minster. Range Rovers Colts take on Greenway Aces Old Boys. The Prince take on FC Walden. Watering Brew Wanderers take on Eccles FC Reserves. In Division 3, FC United Medway take on Princes Park. Beechwood 76 have the Village Upchurch. British Juniors take on Macklin Arm 16. And Teckers take on Medway Athletics 17. Uh, no game for Grand Sports Club this weekend. In Division 4, Ancorin's Academicals take on Medway Tigers. Gillingham Bilbao take on Raynham Kenworth. Medway Athletic take on Bly Sports. Park red Reds take on Miletown FC. And Rochester FC take on Bleakwood Rangers. A few cup games to go through. In the Sitting Ball Milton Group A Cup, Stag take on Gillingham Green. Ted Snelling round three, we have Ancorians take on Stockbury Athletic, Ballstall take on Medway City, Eccles FC take on Burham, and Little Shasta take on AUI Sports, Medway Knights take on Chatham Town Saturdays, Parkwood Community Association Reserves take on the Apple Yard and Pavilion have Medway Borough.
1: everyone and welcome back to the Southern Sunday Football League section of All Around the Leagues. As many of you know, and as many of you may not know, our league has decided to scrap its league games and concentrate on cup results for the rest of the season. Uh, of course, last season, the cups weren't able to be played, but the league was concluded on a points per game basis. So the league has decided to concentrate on getting the cups completed this season, which is fair enough. Um, So let's get straight into it. In the Marcus Lipton Cup third round, Clapham Wanderers lost by two goals to one to Dara's first team. Q and B team lost by three goals to five to Vale County. Southside United and Harbour Rovers played a 3-3 draw with Southside United winning 4-1 from the penalty spot. Um, That game kicked off at 12-15. Sporting Crabs managed an absolutely shocking result against the Premier League champions, Southwest Rangers. Sporting Crab, who play in League 3, knocking out last year's Premier champions by winning that game. One goal to nil. Westminster Wanderers' first team drew nil-nil with South City in another shock result. South City won that game on penalties. Westminster Wanderers also from the Prem and South City playing in League 8. That was it for the third round. We did have a few fourth round ties. Magpie recruitment drew 2-2 with Prem side Swag FC. Swag winning that game 4-2 on penalties. Ourselves, Sporting Continental, we beat Painters Community FC by 5 goals to 1. And Atletico Buble lost by 3 goals to 1 to Top Deck FC. In the Frank Blunston Cup second round, Battersea Dogs got knocked out by Wimbledon Town's first team by four goals to two. Lazio beat Clapham Newtown by three goals to nil. And Cosmos United beat Parklife's first team by two goals to one. In the Ken Bailey Cup second round, Chiswick FC beat Putney Pacers by four goals to two. London Ravens put four goals past Club Football Vale to book themselves a place in the third round. Ribblesdale Rovers lost by 3 goals to 2 to AFC South London's first team. And Wimbledon Town B fell by 2 goals to 1 to Q Antigua's first team. In the Donovan Thomas Cup first round, Westminster Wanderers Reserve drew 2-2 with Ballon Mariners. The game did go to penalties and Westminster Wanderers Reserve side came out winners by 5 goals to 4. In the Donovan Thomas Cup second round, South London All-Stars beat London Brooks by one goal to nil. In the Graham Rodber Shield second round, UBL CFC Old Boys lost by five goals to one to Junction Elite's second team and West Ham Wanderers lost by two goals to three to St. Cuthbert's Casuals. In the Graham Rodber Shield quarterfinal, Real El Madrid beat Westminster Wanderers under 23 side by 2 goals to 1. In the Brian Howard's President's Cup quarterfinals, Balham and Clapham Albion beat AFC Putney's second team by 3 goals to 2. Dara FC's reserve side lost by 5 goals to 7 against Lions United. East Putney lost by 3 goals to nil to LMT FC. Those were the results from the 4th of April. Now let's move on to the results from the week on the Sunday, 11th of April. In the London FA Sunday Junior Cup third round, Badu Blues beat Pathanop FC by four goals to one. And London Ravens fell by three goals to two to Hampton Terriers. In the Marcus Lipton Cup second round, Wimbledon Towns B team lost by five goals to nil to Barford Boys United. In the Marcus Lipton Cup third round, Blase Ballers lost by three goals to one to Putney Pacers. And in the Marcus Lipton Cup fourth round, South City beat Dara's first team by two goals to nil. In the Frank Blunston Cup first round, Westminster Wanderers knocked out Battersea Park Rangers by two goals to one. In the Frank Blunston Cup second round, Swag. Drew free free with Albion and that game went to penalties and Swag won that game by 4 goals to 2. In the Frank Blunston Cup quarterfinals, Wimbledon Town's first team beat South London Giants by 4 goals to 2 and Lazio beat Cosmos United by 2 goals to 1. In the Ken Bailey Cup first round, Sporting Crabs beat Atlet- uh, lost excuse me, to Atletico Buble by three goals to nil. And in the Ken Bailey Cup second round, Kudos Athletic beat Wig Army by two goals to nil. In the Ken Bailey Cup quarter final, Chiswick FC lost to Vale County by one goal to nil. Now in the Don- Donovan Thomas Cup first round, Q and Tiger B beat Wimbledon Wolves by three goals to two. In the Donovan Thomas Cup second round, AFC Mortlake lost by one goal to nil to Harbert Rovers. Merton Athletic and Southside United drew 3-3. Southside United winning that game 5-3 on penalties. And Wandsworth Warriors and Westminster Wanderers Reserves drew 2-2. That game also going to penalties. And Westminster Wanderers Reserves winning that game by five goals to three on penalties. Magpie Recruitment. Beat South London All Stars in the Donovan Thomas Cup quarterfinal. In the Graham Rodbush Shield second round, Lambeth All Star reserves beat Clapham Common by one goal to nil. In the Graham Rodber Shield quarterfinal, Junction Elite second team beat St Cuthbert's Casuals by six goals to nil. Westminster Wanderers third team lost to Painters Community by five goals to two. In the Brian Howard President's Cup semi-final, LMTFC lost to Balham and Clapham Albion by two goals to one. Balham and Clapham Albion becoming the first team to reach a cup final in the Southern Sunday League uh, for this season. And that is the Brian Howard's President's Cup. So congratulations to Balham and Clapham Albion. In the Dylan Rigobert Trophy, uh, London Ravens B team lost to ACT Arantes by two goals to one. In, the gr- in Group A, in Group B, AFC Putney beat Summer Towns Casual by 11 goals to nil. Parklife B, narrowly lost to Southwest Athletic by 2 goals to 3. In Group C, Peckham Cosmos lost to Victoria Line Velocity by 2 goals to 1. In Group D, Junction Elite's fourth team lost by 3 goals to 1 to Streatham Stanley. In Group E, Rio Don Donald beat Brixton Town by one goal to nil. Group F, Ballon Badgers lost by two goals to one to Wimbledon Commoners. In Group G, AFC Bluebirds and Syndicate FC battled out a nil-nil draw, which I'm sure is quite rare for Sunday League. In Group H, Barnstormers lost by five goals to one to West Norwood. So that concludes The results for last week on the 4th of April and this week on the 11th of April. Uh, If you haven't already, make sure you check out Sporting Continental's YouTube channel. Just search Sporting Continental on YouTube and we'll come up. Highlights from our game against Painters community will be up this week. And make sure you hit that subscribe button, give us a like, leave a comment, give us some feedback. Anything is appreciated. And from that, we hope to see you guys next week.
0: Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the uh, Selk podcast. Uh, second week back recording. Uh, yeah, r- really, really, really good. Nearly a full, uh, full range of fixtures this, uh, this week just gone. Uh, and some cracking games as well. So just going to run through the results. Start off with a Prem. Uh, so in the Prem you had Beehive 4, Blackbury Jacks 1, Skewbridge 7, Brookmans Park 2, Six Bells 3, Plough and Harrow 2 and AFC Rangers 3 Phoenix 1 uh, just on this game um, it was uh, recorded by one of our VO cameras and there's an absolute unbelievable goal from Nathan Singh of AFC Rangers uh, check it out on the Hearts um advertise a twitter page afc rangers twitter page i think selk's re- retweeted it for us as well uh, it's an absolute banger you won't i don't think you'll find a better goal season uh there's actually a couple of other good goals in the game as well another one from nathan um uh, but but his first is an un- unbelievable strike um so just uh turn the goal uh goal of the season um voting off now because he's already won it uh in division one we've got uh afc london road reserves four verulam old boys three. Bournemouth Rovers 4, Snug Bar 3, BWSC 3, Hearts Lions 5, League Leaders FC Welling 6, Harpenden Colt Old Boys 0, and in a double header it was Hilltop Reserves 1, Blacksmiths 4, and the second game of the double header was Blacksmiths 4, Hilltop Reserves 2. In Division 2, Harpenden Colt Old Boy Reserves 1, AFC Mims 2, um, in a battle of the the top two in Division Two, uh, it was second place Little Heath against top top of the table and unbeaten Player Packs. Uh, Little Heath taking that two one, um, giving Player Packs their first defeat of the season. And um Division Two is really hotting up to be a really really competitive uh, league, which is fantastic. Uh, New Greens nil, St George's nil, Pinewood three, Oaks nil, and Wheat Hampstead eighty nine, uh, one. Welling Warriors one. In Division Three. We have uh, Forza Watford 1, Mermaid 1. That was a top of the table clash in Division 3, first feet second on his even there. Uh, Hansbury's 4, Wishingwell 4, Phoenix Reserves 0, uh, TNF 5, Royston Rangers nil, Wheat Amstead Wanderers 1, and Beehive Reserves 2, Bournemouth Raiders 2. And finally, Division 4, Brookmans Park Reserves 1, Marshallswick Rovers 1, Hatfield Mosquitoes 5, Royston Rangers Reserves 2, Hatfield Seniors 6, Welling Pegasus 1, St Albans Warriors 3, Wrestlers 4, and Welling Warriors Reserves 1, Phoenix A1. That's all of the results for this past Sunday, the 11th of April, uh, just gone. Now moving on to the uh, fixtures for this coming Sunday, the 18th of April. Uh, Starting with the Prem, we've got four fixtures from here. Uh, AFC Rangers against Skewbridge. Brookmans Park against the Beehive. Plough and Harrow against Phoenix and Six Bells against AFC London Road. In Division 1 we've got BWSC against Blacksmiths, Harpen & Colt Old Boys against Verulam Old Boys, Hearts Lions against AFC London Road Reserves, Snug Bar against Bournewood Rovers. In Division 2, Pinewood take on Wheat Hampstead 89, Oaks face Welling Warriors, AFC Mims take on St. George's. New Greens take on Little Heath. And Player Packs face Harpen & Cole Oldboy Reserves. In Division 3, Mermaid FC take on Hansbury's. Phoenix Reserves take on the Beehive Reserves. TNF take on Forza Watford. The Wishing Well face Bournewood Raiders. And Wheat Hampstead Wanderers take on Royston Rangers. And finally, in Division 4... It's Phoenix A against Brookman's Park Reserves, Marshallswick Rovers against Welling Warriors Reserves, Royston Rangers Reserves against the Wrestlers, St. Albans Warriors against Hatfield Seniors, Welling Pegasus against Hatfield Mosquitoes, and that is a double header as well. Now I'll move on to the uh, Hearts Advertiser Super 6, uh, six cracking games across our five divisions chosen. Um, and this week I'm going to be taking on, uh, re- reigniting my, uh, my competition with this where I've got a 100% record of losing uh, so far. Lost to uh, Alan from Welland Warriors and obviously the Heart Advertiser Committee and uh, Player Pack's very own Elliot Smith. Uh, both beat me prior to the, um, the lockdown. Uh, last week, just getting back into it, so we didn't have one. This week, I have, as I said, I'll be taking on Swanee from The Mermaid. Uh, cracking bloke, really good sided. He's got down there at The Mermaid, doing really well in, uh, in Division 3, fighting for the title. Um, and being quite honest, he's probably going to beat me at this as well um, to do the double for the season. But I'll, look, I'll, uh, I'll give it my best shot. Um, so, look, moving on to the Prem. Um, Brookmans Park against Beehive is the Prem game. Two really good sides, probably both overachieving after their promotion from from uh, Division 1 last year. It was first and third in Division 1. Both going really well. Uh, Brookmans part were actually unbeaten and I went against them about six or seven times and they just kept winning. Uh, or maybe not six or seven, but a few times they kept winning. Um, and then when I actually backed them, they lost. Um, and they've lost a couple since. They're still up there though. Um Beehive though before lockdown were going quite well. They've gone well again after lockdown. They won 4-1 against blackbridge Jacks at the weekend. Got a good side there. When they get everyone there, they're a very, very tough side to beat. Uh, and I think with the buzz of football being back, that's going to be easier than it was before lockdown. And I think that Beehive are going to edge this one. I think it'll be close, uh, but I think it'll be close for a lot of the game and, and maybe Beehive nicking it at the end. I think it'll be 3-1. Um, so I think it'll maybe be like one goal in it, and Brookman's pushing on. But look, as, as history goes, I, I always go against Brookmans Park and, and when I go against them, they usually win. So Brookmans Park will probably be happy uh, that I've done that. In in Division 1, we've got Harper and Card Old Boys against Verulam Old Boys. Um, Harper and Cork have had two Bad results, really, off the back of the restart. Verulam old boys are, I think they're propping up the table in Division 1, um, but they've uh, they've improved since the start of the season, most definitely. Um, I think this will be a close game. I think it'll be honours even. I think it'll be three apiece. There'll be goals in it. Both sides score goals. Both guys, uh, both sides concede goals. I think it'll be three all. Um, in Division 2, we've got two games, uh, two really good good games there. Pinewood against Wheat Hampstead 89 is one of them. Two of the in-form teams at the moment. Um, really, really put on some good runs together before the the break and and both of them have done well since returning, I believe. Um, Wheathamsted 89 were my pick for the league. We know them very well. We've got a little bit of a rivalry with them um, at the start of the season. They start, didn't start great, but they're third now, I think, and they're going really well. And I think they're edged this one. It'll be a really close game. I don't see many goals in it. Both defences are quite tight. I'm going to go for a 1-0 win for Wheathamsted 89. The next game, both of these sides actually lost last week. Uh, however, league leaders, player, pack, uh, player packs and Harpen & Cut Old Boy Reserves are both very much in the title race. Uh, Harpen & Cut Old Boys, because of all their cup games that they had to catch up on um, and maybe one or two cancellations. They've actually got a few games in hand. They've a couple of them and they're right up there. Um, we obviously, I know them well. We lost to them in the final, um, the Intermediate Cup. They're a very well-drilled side. Um, they, they know their jobs. They know what they've got to do. And they do it and, and they do it well. They're effective at what they do. Uh, player packs as well. Be interesting to see how they bounce back. But I know a lot of the, the lads down there at player packs and I think they'll be well up for this one. They'll, they'll, that'll be a blemish on their record and they won't want another one. I think it's gonna be very close. I'm gonna go two one for player packs. Um, Division Three, we've got wishing well against Bournemouth Raiders. Um it's I, I think it's gonna be level. I'm gonna go two all in that one. I think it'll be a good game. Both both sides drew last week. I think they'll both draw again, they're both evenly matched. Um, and in Division uh, 4, final game of the Super 6, it's Phoenix A against Brookman's Park Reserves. Uh, Brooklyn's Park Reserves, very, very capable of picking up a result now and then. Um, and, and and they're a decent little set up there. Phoenix as well, two of the best clubs we've got in our league by far. Um, but I'm going to go for 4-1 for Brookman's Park Reserves. I think they'll win it quite comfortably. Um, let me just pass you over to Swanee uh, for his predictions. Um, but yeah, that's it. Me beat Swanee in the head-to-head.
8: Hello Sharpie, it's uh, Swanny here mate, thanks very much for uh, letting me take you on in the uh, Hearts Advertiser Sunday Super 6 Well here it is, no doubt I'm going to beat you and uh, have a clean sweep here So we start with Brookmans Park versus The Beehive Brookmans Park for me, uh, going to be a tight one and some goals So I'm going Brookmans Park 3-2, home win We then go on to Harper and Colts Old Boys versus Werverlem Old Boys Lots of Old Boys there but I'm sure there's not too many Old Boys if you know what I mean I'm going to go with the Harpenden Colts, old boys, in this one. And uh, it's going to be a 3-1 victory, another home win. We then move on to Pinewood versus Wheat Hampstead 89. Don't know much about Pinewood, but always had some fantastic battles with the Wheat Hampstead 89. Boys, So I'm going away win there. And they're quite a lively team, Wheat Hampstead. So um, we're going to go 4-1 Wheat Hampstead. We then move into uh, Division 2. The Player Packs boys, Steve O'Reilly, um, firing on all cylinders there in their midfield. Um, sticky old couple of last games, but um, home win there for Player Packs versus Harpden Colts' old boys. Harpden Colts' reserves, sorry. Um, Player Packs are going to win that one 4-0. Steve O'Reilly with a brace. Wishingwell versus Bournemouth Raiders uh, into Division 3. Um, clearly vested interest there with the, uh, with the Mermaid because it's Rob here from the Mermaid FC. Um, Wishingwell had a great result there um, a week before last beating um, Forza. Well done, boys. Um, Bournemouth Raiders, tough side. I think we we'll would have a draw there. 2-2 draw. We then go on to Division um, 4, uh, Phoenix A versus Brookman Park Reserves. We've got one of our old players in Brookman's Park Reverse, the old Spanish magic um, uh, firing on all there. So I'm going away win again, Brookman's Park Reserves. And that's 2-1 uh, um, to Brookman's Park. So that's me. That's Swanee from the Mermaid FC. Uh, let the games begin. Cheers. All the best, lads. Bye. Cheers for that, Swanee. And
0: that is the end of the... Uh hearts advertiser section of the Cell podcast thanks for listening uh keep enjoying the football hopefully the weather's going to keep going as it has been today and uh yeah all the best thank you very much cheers bye keep it simple get down to play today the uk's leading app for next game availability download down to play from the app store and google play